Welcome to another episode of Band Director Bootcamp, the podcast with productivity and wellness tips for busy band directors. I'm your host, Leslie Moffat, and I'm really grateful to be sharing this platform with you. As busy band directors, we know you don't have lots of time to watch lengthy professional development webinars, so we share 20-minute tidbits with takeaways you can use to support you in this awesome profession in a healthy way. And today I have got with me Mr. Ken Kelly. He's in his 13th year of teaching here, um, and he's in a really unique teaching situation that I'm going to let him explain in a minute. But um, I'm really excited about what he's got to teach us because it'll it, it's stuff we can apply in, in our circumstances as well that are a couple of really awesome productivity tips. But Ken here, <laughs> there's a guy with nine preps in eight class periods at school, teaching K-5 general music. He teaches beginners, and then he's got a 7 through 12 band of all the varieties of levels and a little choir in Spanish on the side. So if you all think you've got a lot going on, so does Ken Kelly, and he's here to share some of his productivity tips. Ken, welcome to Band Director Boot Camp. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Great. Hey, tell us a little bit about what led you to become a music teacher. Well, that's a good question. Uh, so I got started, uh, yeah, 13 years ago. Uh, I work at a uh, child care facility for uh, at-risk youth. Uh, and at the time, we started with a uh, just a drum line with uh, five-gallon buckets and 55-gallon plastic uh, drums. Um, the kids loved it. They ate it up. And uh, after about five years, I had to take a couple couple year break uh, and I got called back and and uh, the opportunity came to start a band uh, program from scratch. And so uh, here we are. Um, we're we're officially three years into having a high school program and watching uh, watching kids that uh, come from trauma and abuse and um you know, neglect, uh, poor, poor backgrounds, you know, watching their lives change, uh, and just, uh, through band, um, you know, I've, I've had a couple kids that are uh, all district uh, honor band kids that uh, I've got a senior graduating this year going to, into music ed because of the impact uh, on on that music had on in her life. And uh, so uh, really, it's about the kids uh, and, and band and music is just the um, the vessel to 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 speak to them. Yeah, to create that sense of community and all the things it does. But my God, with nine preps, <laughs> oh my gosh, I just, my heart started racing when you started talking about this before. We started. I was like, <laughs> so I was like really interested in what you have to say, because you had said when we first started that your natural tendency is to just wing it. And you can do that in some situations when, right. you know, and the like, but not when you are teaching a variety of classes in some pretty challenging circumstances and you have to really get to know your students and your community like all of us do. Um, but you, you're going to talk to us today about two particular tips that really have helped. Um, and I want you to tell us a little bit about why you implemented these and what it's done, maybe what you thought it would do and what it's actually done to, to support your students and your community and maybe even you. So um, go ahead and start with, with those and just give us some background. Yeah. So the, the first tip really came about, uh, you know, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm, I have a natural tendency to wing things. Uh, I'm motivated by fun often, uh, and not necessarily organization. 
So this uh, this was really birthed out of necessity. Uh, and, and the tip is this, um, even after doing this for 13 years, uh, I have to rely on my lesson plans. And so um, our school uses uh, GradeLink. It's outdated, antiquated, uh, but it does allow me to centralize a lesson plan with, um, with links. And so I don't necessarily have, you know, um, uh, everything detailed in those lesson plans, but the links that I embed in there are huge. Um, I do a lot of, of uh, Google Drive. And so uh, I'll create a comment in a PDF on page four. You know, if we're doing rhythm charts on page four today, uh, I'll create a comment and copy and paste that link into my lesson plans. Or if we're doing site reading on site reading factory, you know, I copy and paste the practice link and insert it. And so, uh, it tends to be a centralized resource uh, for me to address, you know, warmups. Uh, maybe we're doing a John McAllister uh, YouTube video. If you haven't heard of, of his uh, warmup videos, check them out. They're phenomenal. Kids love them. Uh, very thorough. And, uh, and so, you know, maybe we're doing a, a video on YouTube. And so, I, I link that in there and then we're doing rhythms and I link that. And so having everything in one place allows me to go from my K one music class in one period to Spanish two in the next period to beginning band in the next period. Uh, and so you can imagine those are just wildly different uh, you know, subjects, even, even K one music and, and beginning band wildly different, but having a centralized resource that allows me to stay focused and stay on track, uh, has really been, uh, super beneficial and, and game changing. It allows me to connect with my students to build community rather than have a frazzled brain of, okay, give me about five minutes to figure out what we're doing next or find the next resource. Yeah. You know, and it, it could sound like a lot of work, you know, like, oh, all those links and everything. But I think once you invest the time initially, yep. don't you, do you find that, okay, next year you just revise it because you've now got a, a plan. And we all know that we have to revise things year after year, but that gives you such a solid starting point. And That's right. I, I, got, I got to that piece during the pandemic. I really, mm -hmm. when everything, and, and I've learned to do the same thing and kids can find resources now instead of coming and finding it for me. It's like, they know where to look and it saves right. everybody time and it's, it gives them a sense of control yeah, you know, and stuff like yep. that. So, but you especially, yeah, I mean, you've just, not only the content you have to be able to bounce between, but Jen, then the, <laughs> the needs of K1 is very different than your high school Spanish <laughs> class might be. That's I'm right. just guessing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you, you know, uh, Jimmy quit picking your nose in kindergarten is not very different than and Jimmy quit six. picking your nose in middle school. <laughs> yeah, it's all <laughs> So, yeah, so that that big piece of the solid lesson plan is and and I as a high school band director for lots of years, that was the part that came easiest for me because all I did was band basically. And, you know, yeah. so I had that piece down. It was all the other things behind the scene. And as I started teaching um, middle school for and beginners for the first time, I've had to go back to that really solid lesson planning. But now next year will be so much easier because I did it. That's right. Like you're talking about. That's all the right. Things there. So next year it's like, oh, I'll just refine it a little bit. So yeah, my stress levels just went way down. Way yeah. Down. And, and I'm, I'm literally in that process. So, uh, last year I went ahead and, and pinned or saved, uh, the lesson plans. My first, uh, 
uh, six weeks with my beginners. Um, uh, I think those first, I'd say probably that first month with beginners is just so integral to uh, setting the, the the tone and the pace and yeah, everything. Uh, and so I have a system, I've got it broken down. I've got resources left and right. Uh, and I, all I did was just, I pinned those, I labeled day one, day one. And then all I did was transfer it to this next school year. And so it's ready to go. Uh, it's just copy, copy and paste kind of deal and uh, saved me tons of time. And so going into a new school year, some folks might want to consider what if I did that, if I'm not already yeah. doing it or how could That's they right. do it? Cool. And here's, a, here's the benefit. Uh, it didn't just save me time so that I could go do more teacher things. It's literally been the difference of me being able to invest in my family during the summer months. Hold on. Repeat that. <laughs> repeat that. Because so many of us are like, now I've got more time to organize another fundraiser. So right. say that again for those. in the Yeah. Back. So <laughs> for those in the back, yeah. uh, you know, putting these lesson plans together once saving them and, and then, uh, you know, rinse, wash, repeat, adding them into the next year has, uh, has given me more time in my schedule to not necessarily go, uh, and do more schoolwork, more teacher work, but to invest in my family at home. Man, because that's what, you know, this whole podcast is about productivity and wellness. These right. are so connected. Thank you yeah. for making that connection. Before we come back and talk about the second awesome tool that you're going to share with us, um, I just want to talk about how those of you who are listening to Band Director Bootcamp might be able to put some of these practices we've been talking about on the different episodes into practice in your own life. Welcome Band Director Bootcamp listeners. If you're feeling a bit burnt out and are ready for support and accountability partners in your wellness and productivity, we have an amazing opportunity for you. Join our 90-day virtual bootcamp, a community initiative designed for busy band directors like you who love their job but seek a more sustainable approach. We'll meet weekly, discuss your wellness goals, and develop strategies to help you achieve them. We'll tackle productivity hacks and fine-tuned systems for the upcoming school year. With 35 years of experience, I've got some tricks and tips up my sleeve that I can't wait to share. So, as we move into a new season of our lives, if you want to feel empowered and supported by like-minded individuals, this is your chance. Reach out to me at banddirectorbootcamp.com or click on the link in our show notes to schedule a 15-minute call. Let's ensure this is the right fit for you, get you signed up, and embark on this wellness journey together. Because together, we rise. All right, we are back with Ken Kelly, who just gave us some pretty cool ideas and rationale behind the organization of lesson plans and the benefits to you personally and professionally. So I know you're waiting to hear his second one. He schooled me on this a little bit earlier before we, we chatted on this. So, Ken, let's talk about the pass off or ranking system that you are using and why. What situation are you in? You've started using it. Yeah. So I got to give credit where credit is due. Um, I stole this system. Uh, actually, I didn't. Eric Combs shared readily with me. Uh, uh, he is the Illinois State Teacher of the Year uh, within the last few years ago. He's a band director and he's doing phenomenal things uh, in the band world. And uh 
I, I first found his system. We started talking and I said, I need to steal that. So the, the pass off or the rank system, uh, I'll tell you why I started using it. And then I'll tell you what it is a little bit. And I started using it primarily because I needed a way to differentiate my instruction between. Uh, so I've, I've got my sixth through 12th grade beginning band. It's open to uh, anybody, sixth through 12th grade. And then uh, our schedule only allows for a seventh through 12th grade uh, varsity band is what we call it. And so I have second year players. um, And then eventually I will have up to seventh year players in the same band and having to differentiate. uh, I think as band directors, it's something that we naturally do. But in my given circumstance, I think it's way harder to take a second year player and couple them with a seventh year player and address the needs of both. Um, and so this pass off system has allowed me to, to definitely do that with, um, the sixth, seventh and eighth grade first, first through third year players. Um, and then I developed, uh, essentially just copy and paste from, uh, Rubank, uh, for each of the individual instruments, the, uh, the next 20 levels or however many units are, are in each of the Rubank books. Um, and so that allows me to push to to develop um, both my seniors that have been playing for a number of years and my second year players. And so this this rank system, this pass off, uh, the the basis of it is that students on their own time practice um, specific exercises that you as the band director lay out, uh, whether that's in your um, your beginning band method. I I choose to do, um, I don't know, I think five or six, seven, eight uh, different exercises out of the book. We use habits. Uh, that's a phenomenal, phenomenal resource. Um, we also, I also include uh, rhythm exercises, generally more advanced than what the playing exercises entail. Um, I also have a, a sight reading portion that is less advanced than the playing exercises. And then um, I also have a solo for, for each rank. And so maybe it's uh, just a, a quick solo out of the um, uh, the festival uh, from KJOS, you know, festival solos. Uh, and so the students are already planting seeds uh, for solo ensemble work or, or all district auditions or whatever you want to call it. So all that to say, they go home, they practice each one of those things. Um, I don't have access to Flipgrid or, or Google Classroom or those types of things, but I know a lot of teachers that use the pass-off system, that's how they do it. Um, so they assign you know, these, these exercises, students on their own accord, go home, practice, and then submit their playing tests uh, and what this allows is the students that are motivated or are gifted, they can work their way through the pass off system as fast as they want, as long as they're playing it correctly, you know, um, and you as the director are the one that decides that, uh, you know, you didn't quite nail the uh, rhythms on this one. Go ahead and try it again or excellent job. Cross that one off. We'll move to the next. 
Um, and, and so, uh, it allows your gifted or, or motivated students to go home and do that. Um, and then I also have a requirement for how uh, slow they go so that there has to be a minimum speed for them to, to, to meet three things. So, um, and, and I, uh, require them to, to reach a certain rank before they move on to the next band. And, um, you know, for, for bands, uh, like mine, that minimum rank is going to be different, but what it allows you to do is to quantify and to qualify who gets into what band placements. Maybe, um, maybe you are a fan of doing chair placement. You know, whoever's furthest in the rank system automatically gets first chair. Uh, logically, that just makes sense. Uh, and so there's so many different benefits to this um, that, that I've seen. And for me, again, the biggest thing is I have 12th graders and I have seventh graders and being able to address both uh, is, a, is a huge deal. I love that mindset of, you know, some kids could practice five minutes to pass out of some pass off something. Mm-hmm. Others might take 30 minutes. So instead of practice X number of minutes, it's more right. goal oriented and more motivating. To, yeah. And, um, and then you were talking about like for group, you know, to put assign groups for the next year or whatever, you've got this long-term data, not just this one-time audition. And if the kids are not feeling well or something right. going on, so it's, it's much better, uh, much more efficient sounding, much more fair and much better for the educational piece. All of it. I love yeah. that. So I think uh, it also adds uh, a piece of legitimacy to um, our grading, right? So uh, if, for instance, I require uh, you to, to, to pass off rank one by Christmas time, that's, that's my, uh, that's the speed at which we move uh, for, for our, our band is, you know, rank one by Christmas time. Well, let's say you get 70%, uh, you know, at that point you get a 70 because there's 70% of the exercises that you've passed off. quantifying, qualifying, uh, our grading system. And I think that's huge. Yeah. Well, and administrators like to see the data. I use poo poo data. I think a lot of us at first do, but it it can be used in the right way to be really helpful and informative to save us time and energy and help the students understand stuff easier. And you're doing some great ways. Thank you so much, Ken Kelly, for coming on band director bootcamp and sharing these two really powerful, um, techniques or tools that you've implemented and letting us know what the results have been so we can decide, hey, is that something I want to steal and use? And then thank you also to all of you listeners who are out there making a difference in kids' lives every day through the magic of music education. The work you do matters and so do you. Join us next time on Band Director Bootcamp for another episode of Productivity and Wellness Tips to make your life a little easier. 